corruption, it's that rapture Give me the hand like John the Baptist Ready to rip it a hoof in the captures Greatest alive like I'm Cassius I put them all in their caskets They can't see to get past it I'm a bastard and master the flow And none of y'all ready for the massacre though Fuck with Dodge get asked to know Matter of fact, it's not impossible Just highly improbable Like saying the police isn't robable But I'm liable to walk up in the station in blue face Like fuck the police Blue lives ain't a race Fuck whoever said this rapture was never What is going on? What is going on? We are back uh, what's going on, everybody? This is the O that you should know. Omar Kill Solomon, one half of the culture cat. Well, actually, one third of the culture cast for the culture by the culture. We do it for the culture. And if you're not down with the culture, we just can't help you. Bringing you everything that you need to know in the world of professional wrestling and other ish. I'm joined by a man known all across the world. Uh, one of my wonderful co-hosts. Worldwide, Ray, what is going on, my brother? I don't even have the camera up because I'm still doing this uh, Photoshop project. So I, you, I don't even know what everyone's position is right now. You, know, you could be flipping me off right now and I can't even see it. You know, just don't worry. I'm focused on you, my brother. I'm focused on you. And yes, to official, the official welcome is now. It is time to welcome to the Culture Cast team. Ladies and gentlemen, she is from the Lou. But also not from the <clears throat> not from the loo. I just choked on my rice. <laughs> just choked on my rice. Let me start that over. Dry rice having ass. <laughs> she's from the loo, but she's not officially from the loo. But she can claim the loo anyway. She reps for the romance fan base. What else does she do? I don't know. Let me just stop uh lollygagging. <laughs> what makes some noise with Brittany, everybody? What's going on, Britt? What's going on? Mm -hmm. Thank you for having me a part of the family. And I got to come up with a nickname, too, I guess. So, yes. so let me get this straight. You you basically them people that say they're from Chicago. They live like in Naperville. No, I don't live in St. Louis. <laughs> I'm from East St. Louis. No. Ooh, it's a oh, big difference when you say East St. Louis so bad. <laughs> hey, East St. Louis is a very special place. <laughs> Shout out to the Rice House, but welcome to the Culture Cast team, Britt. We're so excited to have you all tell everyone about what you do, what got you excited to join the team, and you know the fun that you've been having on social media so far. So pretty much what I do, I just interact with everybody through all the shows throughout the week, Raw, SmackDown, NXT. I guess I have to add AEW and Impact to that repertoire, but that's a different story for a different day. But just interacting with everybody through social media, which is one of my favorite things to do anyway. So once again, thank you for having me. Thank you for letting me join the family. Welcome to the team, team. Welcome to the team, queen. I'm all out of it today, guys. It's the workout. <laughs> it was back day. It was back day. Um, speaking of which, we have the baby face poppy, Mr. Calorie Deficit. Deficit. See, I can't talk. There we to you go. Guys. There you go. There we go. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I'm no, I'm, I'm no longer the babyface poppy. I'm back to being, you know, the heel. You know, I took some time off. You know, I did something that AEW should do, and that's like work on myself and improve. You know, instead of working on other people. Bro, so you know, I'm now. over here lifting weights. I'm over here lifting weights. I'm getting better in my life. You know what I'm saying? Just um, saying. Uh, no, OMG, OMG. Make sure you guys follow us. On social media, uh, we're at CultureCast Pod on IG. You can also find us on Facebook at CultureCast Pod. Twitter, we're at CultureCast Pod underscore. We're also available wherever you can get um, podcasts, so any streaming site. So that's Anchor, that's Apple Podcasts, that is Spotify. You name it, we got it. Um, 
And we are the Culture Cats, and we're so excited just to be back today, guys. It's been a while uh, since we've recorded, man. Ray, what's been new in your world, bro? It's been the same old, same old, you know. Oh, shit, that design is big. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. We're going to call this episode multitasking because Ray is multitasking. I'm eating meal prep. And Jay is working out. I'm not and, even at home. And Brittany's not even at the crib. <laughs> <laughs> but we came together for you. Okay, we came together for the Culture Cast community. Because Bro, are you smacking in the camera? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that was see, see, let, let me let me finish this project so I could start watching y'all man. Y'all out of pocket, right? <laughs> hey, this rice, this rice hidden. But wow, a new Twinkie coming out next year. <laughs> it's a bad mother. <laughs> while I finish this food, I'm going to turn it over to Jay because Jay has an amazing story. I want to give a big shout out to Jay. Um, he's calorie deficit for a reason. So, Jay, go ahead and take it away. When you bite all into a cream fill and shoot out your mouth, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was me like six months ago. Nah, um, you know. <laughs> As y'all know, I got too many kids, and with kids, you know, come snacks, right? And one too many ends up happening. I ended up being about 340 last year. Um, I decided that uh, my kids were more important than snacks, and I uh, put them shits down. So I'm currently at 290. Yeah, you heard me. That's a 50-pound loss, and I'm not stopping there. I'm going to keep going. Um you know, health is, is important now. You know, you might as well do something. We're, we're still locked down, technically. And, um, yeah, man, you know, Omar actually is a big motivation because I don't know about you. If, I don't know if y'all know, but uh, Omar became Swomar within a few months. And not only is his beard nice, but, man, his upper body, he has a chest. Like, his testicle, testicles, testicles, <laughs> Yo, what am I on? <laughs> Yo, what am I, what am I on today, dog? What the fuck? Yo, Yo we're, we're keeping that in. Right. Keep it in. Keep it in. Keep it in. Keep it in. It's cool. It wouldn't be That's, the first time. Oh my god. I... <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, oh, man, that's all. God. You see, I got the that's all. Shirt. That's all I've been doing, man. And y'all see, I grew beer back. You know. Being shaven is boring, dog. Like, just grow it out. Real men have beards. You know, I, I appreciate that. What about you, Britt? What has been new in your world? Um, nothing much has been new. Um, you all know what's been going on personally, so just dealing with that and trying to keep positive. You know, I'm on my own little personal weight loss journey too. I don't know how much I lost because I try not to get on the scale. But, um, new hobby. I picked up sewing, and it was funny as Bianca is the motivation behind that. So I'm looking for a sewing machine as we speak, and that's about it. Go crazy. And I've seen your progress pictures, too. I see you put it in that work. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. No problem. Ray, uh, what is new in your world, my brother? What has been going on? Uh, the, Mr. Employee of the Year, how you feeling? Well, that was like five years ago. Like <laughs> <laughs> what's that just like russell wilson said it, that's just a plaque to me i'm going for the big things you know <laughs> like fucking employee of the year give me that salary 
go crazy, bro. Go crazy. But anything else happening in uh, in your neck of the woods? Uh, not nothing big right now. I'm just like low key, like apartment shopping, and that's about the only like major thing. Hopefully, you know, I'm trying to get that home gym going. Hopefully, talk talking to getting like a three bedroom. You know, turn one into like that cave. Okay, the Patriot what that, Cave. What does that the Rock call it? Like the Iron Gym, or I know I, it's, not, it's, it's it's the Iron something. It's the Iron Paradise. Iron Paradise. There we go. Oh yes, I, I look at the Iron Paradise as part of my 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 strength and motivation. So I hear that, my brother. Um, Jay mentioned it. You know, I've also been on my own um, little journey to uh, get these gains back. Um, so very similar to Jay, I was I was at three forty eight back in July. 348. I'm at 290 right now. <laughs> really two, really 289, but I'm eating. So I'm at 290 right now, most likely. Um, but that's a motivation for people like Jay and Britt and everyone. You know, I think the key thing is, like I said, health as well. But not even that. I just want to be strong. <laughs> I look y'all, at somebody. Y'all trying, like, to have, y'all trying to have hot boy summers. <laughs> right. Man. They're trying to be out here. They'll be on Lake Drive bumping body. Look, it's I've been a hot, in the house. It's a hot dad summer for me. <laughs> for real, like Keith Lee, I got the Keith Lee shirt on for a reason because it's one of my biggest motivations when I'm lifting. Um, but also, yes, it is hot boy summer. We are up. Shout out to my boy Damian Priest. Just make he sure you ain't squatting on the Smith. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Keith Lee for that. Uh, but oh, shout out to Damian Priest, by the way. His WrestleMania outfit, hot boys are in the lead after that outfit. My brother, Hot Boy Summer is kicking off. Uh, skip that White Boy Summer stuff that Chad Hanks is talking about. No, it, the Hot Boys are in the lead. You know, White Boy Summer is whatever. But anyways, uh, it's good to see that everyone's doing well, man. That's dope. Once again, follow us on social media, CultureCast Pod. On Twitter, we are CultureCastPod underscore rate us reviewers. We are available anywhere you can get a podcast. So all your streaming sites, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, you name it. All right, follow us on YouTube. You can check us out on YouTube as well. We also have merchandise available. Click the link in any of your social media bio. All proceeds are donated to charity, aka independent wrestling. So now that that is all out of the way, and hopefully my rust is over because I'm clearly super rusty because we haven't recorded in a long time and I'm stumbling over my words. OMG, it's been a minute. Let's talk about WrestleMania week. WrestleMania. Anybody excited? Like WrestleMania. You've been working on that, have you? <laughs> right. <laughs> like WrestleMania. That should be like the challenge, the Vince McMahon challenge, the welcome to WrestleMania. No, no, no. Take it, take it, own it. All right, okay. That might get clipped up, but anyways, WrestleMania week, uh, such an amazing week. Um, first time with fans in a long time in a year. Um, and also there was also a great weekend of independent wrestling as well, and we'll touch on that. But let's start where it all kicked off, and that was on Wednesday. That was on Tuesday, Wednesday night. NXT stand and deliver. Night one. 
So, Brittany, I'm going to turn it over to you. What were some of your favorite highlights from the first night of Stand and Deliver? That featured Bronson Reed winning the uh, the gauntlet match, if I'm not mistaken, the te- the Eliminator match. It also featured um, EO um, defending her title. You know, so many great matches. So, what stood out for night one for you? So, a couple of things stood out for me. Um, first... I do want to say how much I enjoy watching Bronson in the ring. If you don't know, I have, I'm such a huge fan of bigger men that can do small man stunts. The way he can get off that top of the rope and then just dive like that with that much height, like that's, that's really, really impressive. So he stood out for me this week. I didn't think that they would be that confident to strap the rocket on Raquel, but they did. So that was very exciting to see her win. And also my favorite match of that night was Walter versus Chopper. That may be an easy um, match of the year contender for me right there. The storytelling was really, really beautiful right there. That boy, that boy, Walter is, ooh, child. Like you see Jay's light skin right now. Man, that boy be red, red if Walter's uh, did one chop. All it takes, all I need is one chop, one chop, one chop, one chop. You, you you catch my musical reference? That was my boy Nas. Right You're there. on one today. I'm on one. <laughs> I'm gonna jump in. That night one was dope to me. It all kicked off. Pete Dunn versus Kushida. Like, bruh, they Pete Dunn. I'm ready for him to have the NXT title. I want Pete Dunn to be pushed to the moon. Pete Dunn is just your wrestler's wrestler. Like, technical, physical, his facials. Kushida. Um, we'll talk about. Uh, uh, spoiler alert later that happened tonight. Uh, but Pete Dunn out wrestled Kushida, and that's very hard to do. Say what you will about the finish, but Pete Dunn kicked that night off right. Uh, so I think to me that was um, a momentum leading into what the night was going to be. And then you got, you know, I'm always going to have love for my big boys, big boy swag, thick boy season. Bronson Reed held it down, you know, and then Ciampa, though. What else can be said about Ciampa and Walter? Like the most dominant champion in all of professional wrestling right now is probably Walter. That man does not have a bad match. He doesn't have a bad match whatsoever. Like it's it's crazy, you know. Um, MSK, of course. <laughs> Shout out to the squad. Um, and then finally, you got your main event. You got Raquel Gonzalez and El Shirai. We all know what's next for El. Hopefully, um, but what a rain! What a rain! Like, once again, somebody just like Walter, it was impossible for her to put on a bad match when she was champion. Uh, so take your flowers. EL, you did an amazing job, and we'll see uh, what happens next with Raquel, Raquel Gonzalez. So, Ray, take it away, man. Night one, standing deliver. Yeah, night one was freaking awesome. Like like the, like the opener with uh, Pete Dunn and Kushida, that was, that was what we needed for an opener. And then we fast forward to uh, Champa and Walter. That was a slugfest, nonetheless. Like, like, dude. That, like, that's all you can really say about that. It's just, dude. You know. And then shout out to MSK for rightfully winning those titles. Like, very excited for them. Like, their their charisma's through the roof right now. You know. Then combined with their tag team techniques, they're definitely one of the best tag teams in the game right now. And then uh, with Raquel Gonzalez, all I can say is about time. Um, I'm ready to see, you know, the rocket strapped to her 
and watch her dominate the entire women's division, which is a very uh, stacked women's division at that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Super stacked. Let me ask you this about Raquel. Do you all think everything that they've gotten wrong with Naya, they're getting right with Raquel? Take that, Jay. What do you think? That's a tough one. Um, <clears throat> I, I think, yeah, actually. I think, yeah. I think they uh, they slowly built her up. Um, they didn't rush it, sort of like what they did with Naya. And um, Raquel is someone that we actually care to see about. Like, see, you know, she her performance has actually kind of bolstered it, too. She hasn't had, like, one bad performance. Um, so, yeah, in, in ways I can see this. This is their way of uh, righting the wrongs that they did with uh with Naya. Um I mean a, a lot of people, you know, have their beefs with Naya um unfair in my eyes, but Raquel's a different beast too. I mean Naya they're they're it, it's hard because you know they have different styles. One like Raquel's basically the female Kevin Nash. She's just killing it and Naya works a different pace, a different style. But yeah Ra Raquel is definitely a little more impressive, and I think uh, she's just good. Just, just good. I like her. I want to marry her. Okay. <laughs> Say it loud so everyone in the house can hear. Nope, nope. My, my wife is like 10 <laughs> feet away. <laughs> what about you, Ray? What do you, um, what do you think about that, bro? For that, I mean, they've definitely given – and you gave me the full screen – but uh, yeah, uh, for uh, Raquel Gonzalez, they've actually, like you said, they've given her more time to season her versus with uh, Nia Jax. You know, she was just rushed up like unexpectedly to the main roster via the draft. And with Raquel, I believe like she's been there for like not even that long, but they're still, you know, keeping her seasoned. So I kind of have to say yes to the question because they actually have more time and more things to do with her. And compared to when not compared to when Nia Jax was in NXT to Raquel in the NXT, it's like day and night as far as the women's division. So Raquel, like right now have like legit contenders that she can get in the ring with that'll make her better and make her improve for the future. Like whenever she goes to the main roster. I definitely agree. I think you're only as good as your dance partners. Um, Raquel's had some amazing dance partners. Not saying that Nia did it as well, but you know the lock, the death of the locker room. Um, there was like, let's just say it was very top heavy, but still, uh, still a deep locker room back when Nia was there. Now it's top heavy and it's deep at the same time. Like it's ridiculous how uh, talented that war chest is in the NXT women's locker room. Um, I'll take it in two ways. I think Nia is a little bit more like when I see Nia, I see that more. She's a little bit more dominant. I, I see how Raquel is. Booked as a monster heel, uh, she does her thing. Um, but I think that Naya presence was a little bit stronger back in the day, NXT wise. But I do see where Raquel is built as that badass. Like Raquel is built as like, hey, I'm about to murder you. Like I'm about to fight you. Um, and I, I like how they're having it. it I hide some of the th you know some of the things that she's working on, but she's had great dance partners. But that intensity that she brings. Um, it shows, you know. So to answer that question, Brittany, I think I think Nia's a little bit more dominant in a way, 
but I just think I think uh, Raquel's a little bit more intense, and I think that's what uh, to me what stands out. Plus, her move set is a little more uh, versatile as well. Like uh, Raquel can pull off some moves that Nia can't, unfortunately. Um, I, f- I think it was like uh, she did something ridiculous. I think like a choke slam on the uh, on the ring, the, the hardest part of the ring. And the hardest part of the two- ring. <laughs> yeah, like that two takeovers. Like, now it was a one-handed. It was a one-armed uh, choke power bomb. It was one-armed power bomb. I think on EO uh, two takeovers ago on the hardest part of the ring, and I was like, "Holy crap, this girl can like work." And yeah, certain things, you know, certain things she could do that Nia can't, and that that are like super impressive to me. It, it, it's her in-ring work for me. I think Nia um, on the mic is a little bit better. Baby, it's the work for me. Entering work for me. You see me <laughs> out there moving freely. Oh, yeah. Please, please say you gave me access. Choke slam. To, to share the gist. Please say you gave me access to share the gist. Not too hard. Let me record this, by the way. This is new. We got a new Bob. And Jay, I need to do a body roll while I hit these notes. Some body roll? Yeah, here we go. <laughs> Baby, it's your work for me. It's your work for me. When I see you over there moving freely, choke slam. Choke slam. Ooh, choke slam. Period, <laughs> fool. And that's all Mary had oh, They don't call you the karaoke king for nothing. <laughs> so you hanging out with new too much. You ain't supposed to know that. <laughs> you ain't supposed to know my life. <laughs> But no, nah, that's what's up, man. Moving on to night two. Uh, night two, you know, I'm sorry for dripping, but drip is what I do. Santos Escobar versus Jordan Devlin. And I think, Ray, I'm going to kick it over to you because you've been the biggest Santos uh, Escobar uh, stan in the fir- fir- since we started. Um, well, not, not only that, you know you know everything I do when it comes to Jordan Devlin. <laughs> you know what you did right there. Exactly. But focusing on the positive side, um, talk about Santos. Well, we'll, spoiler alert, we'll talk about that later. But um, I have an idea where he's going. (laughs) But uh, talk about Santos and tell me about that uh, that ladder match, how you felt. Incredible. That's something that was well-deserved. You know, he went up against Finn Balor when if he was in Golden Eye on DK mode. <laughs> well, yeah, that was <laughs> that was an excellent match. Uh, like the whole chemistry in that match was amazing. My favorite, actually, my favorite part of that match was I think they were outside. I think like uh, Fantasma was outside, and Jordan Devlin was going up the ladder, and that's when, and that's when I was named the rest of Legato de uh, Fantasma. They attacked. Jordan Devlin and brought him outside the ring, I believe. And then Santos got in the ring and he was going up the ladder. Then all of a sudden, we just seen a ladder just thrown out of nowhere. <laughs> you know what? Tell me, let me tell you why. And I'm going to turn the mic on me for a second because I was a little upset about that match. You know why? Because I was late. So I go to Peacock. Shout out to Peacock. I'm ready to go watch this match. And I couldn't rewind. You, you hear me? I, could, I couldn't rewind at the time because the rewind function was First not available problems. until they, they, they have a phone app. They have a tablet app. I was so upset. App. 
I was so upset. They have apps for on everything. Even the little cheap dollar store as Android's got a Peacock app, so you got no excuse. Look, man. So I was a. I mean, very. I was at the gym. I was a little mad. First world problems, but you know the people, the the good people at Peacock, they reached out to me. They let us know. And before I move on with night two, let me give a, a simple message to Peacock. Y'all got to step y'all social media game up, okay? I see Peacock TV commenting on all the WWE accounts like, oh, my God, good match. WWE on Fox is killing y'all right now, okay? So y'all need to make a separate Peacock TV WWE social media account, get a millennial or somebody with the culture to run it. I'm not nominating myself, but what's good? Peacock and gonna then, look at this, and they're gonna hire. They're gonna hire Buddy. I believe he on TikTok that that always have like the red polo on. Whenever someone asks him something, he's like, "Why you want to know? <laughs> you know what? You know, you know why I want to know? Because I want them to do better. They're gonna be like, they're gonna be like, how you gonna handle this? Then, you know what? No matter how you know, I handle it, go ahead, Jay. Go ahead, Jay. We we not about to sit here and complain about no damn apps. <clears throat> exactly. You know. Are you <laughs> Wait a second. Jay cannot comment on this because he is part of the system, and I don't want you to get fired. I mean, we we we, we gonna we gonna pretend like the the first two months of the WWE Network didn't exist. We're used to rent. We're randomly used to log you out, and like in the middle of shows that you're watching, it just crashed and exited. I'm sorry. Like, you know, couldn't even like access Netflix it. was perfect. Like Hulu I'm was sorry. perfect. All right. I'm, I'm D- Disney Plus was broken the first week. Man. You know, like, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Disney Plus was trash the first week. I'm sorry, yeah, Peacock. You get, you get no excuses. Remember, I'm sorry. Remember, remember when YouTube first launched? Look, if y'all Look. are cool except the mediocrity, <laughs> be great. Because that's not me, okay? I'm not saying you're going to start oh, off. I went to your school. <laughs> the same, the same, the same Tony Romo who was inducted to the College Football Hall of Fame. Continue. I'm just no saying wings. the same first Tony Romo who's, who's the best. First uh, round, who, who? He, he was undrafted. <laughs> uh, Jimmy, no, G I mean second. playoffs. <laughs> Anyways, let me stop talking about my, my school. Um, let's. Fo- Jay is so focused on the camera right now. You guys on the audio, you can't see this, but Jay is like his eye is like literally on the camera. <laughs> And I love it. Moving on though, night two. Uh Britt, we'll go back to you. Uh, what were some matches that stood on stood out for you? Night two, NXT stand and deliver. I mean, the biggest match that stood out to me was um O'Reilly versus Cole. From beginning to the end, that was perfect storytelling from their years as members of Undisputed Era. So I think that one stood out for me and Cross and Finn stood out because usually with Cross, he's hit or miss, depending on who he's in the ring with. Like with Damian Priest one time, he was that was a bad match, but he delivered with Finn and I was surprised they was able to pick up where he left off as far as being NXT champion after he had to um relinquish. So those two stood out, of course, Escobar and um Bebo Lottie. Oh, I'm sorry, Devlin. But yeah, those stood out to me. <laughs> <laughs> that boy here's so big. <laughs> I love him, but on team. He look like Martin after he faced Hitman Hearns. <laughs> Yo, he, re- he really does look like a real life bobblehead. It's ridiculous. 
Yeah, Jay, he, what about he came out the bedroom like Gina, like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we're all overlooking the biggest and most important match of um, of Wednesday, and that was the last Wednesday Night War, um, AEW versus uh, NXT. I mean, it, it, it's it's a death of a dynasty. We're gonna miss this, you know. Ten years later, we're gonna be talking about how great this NXT versus AEW war was and how you could barely remember any episodes from AEW. But um, <clears throat> uh, Balor and my boy, <laughs> Kerry and Cross, they put in, a, they put on a show, of course. Uh, everyone loves Scarlett. Um, and uh, O'Reilly and, and Cole was awesome. You know, so. I mean, uh, yeah. I'm also going to remember who won that war, imaginary war, but we'll, we'll keep it moving. That'll be nice. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it was barely a war. Like it was barely a snowball fight. <laughs> about to say it wasn't. Oh. It, it wasn't close. <laughs> but we'll Bro, move on. It, it 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 was a slaughter. Can we can we be honest? It, it wasn't was even a war. It was like it was like when Batwan Soldier Boy was beefing. They both had to lit tracks. You know, bro. <laughs> this is this is Soldier Boy and Randy Orton beefing. And then like, then Vince McMahon got on camera with Shane and Triple H behind them, and he was like, "It's done." If you said this is Soldier Boy and Randy Orton, that means AEW yeah. is definitely Randy Orton because AEW was AEW was Man, definitely Randy Orton. Hold on, after I was Randy Orton is undefeated. So I know. Yeah. They weren't undefeated in the war. Okay, I won't give him I won't I won't give him three AEW Randy Orton. Yeah, my last shot at AEW, I really, or my last comment on them, I really hope that they can keep this 700K uh, average going because if they don't, they're going to be uh, TNA Impact 2.0 in about a year. So let's just I hope think- that they, let's hope they grow from like separating. It's going to help both shows regardless. So. I definitely think once crowds come back for AW, I think they're going to average around 800 to 900K easily. But we'll move on. We'll talk about that at a later date. Um, Ray, what about you? I mean, I mean uh, if less people ahead, are in the crowd, there should be more eyes on the product. So actually, they should be in the <laughs> nine hundreds of million right now. You know what? I I disagree though because I feel like AEW is about that atmosphere and that experience. Um, I mean, that adds- well, why, why, why would the views go up if people are there like that? They're not watching TV; they're watching it live. Still ain't the same. I see what though. you're saying. No, I see you, what you're saying. No, I, I hear I hear I hear Ray's point, but I feel like that AEW experience, you know, because that. That brand, it's that draw. I mean, they, they have they have crowds there down there still. You know, you know what I mean. I'm talking about Florida, and not just the Daily's place for it. I'm talking about Florida, man, Florida. <laughs> I'm talking well, about Omar. What Omar is saying is AEW is basically a better rapper who writes all of their verses strictly for crowd participation or crowd reaction. If they don't get it, then they lose the battle. Orange Cassidy, for example. Orange Cassidy with a packed house is the most over thing in wrestling at one point. You so know, much so. better than, yeah. I, I, I see what you're saying. So, but Orange Cassidy in Daily's place, Orange Cassidy in Daily's place, it don't hit the same. It don't hit the same. But anyways, enough about AEW. And enough about NXT. We loved you. Um, shout out to the new champ, by the way. We recorded this Wednesday uh, right after tonight's NXT. And uh, our boy, Drippy, Santos Escobar loss. Slight loss, you know. It's a slight L for a player. 
You know, so shout out to Kushida, the new cruiserweight like, like champion. They say players fuck up. Yeah. Hey, he held that he held that title for a while, and he he beat a lot of like contenders. So yeah, he he was one of the true like COVID mm-hmm. MVPs. Yeah, had, he, had was, a great match with Swerve. Had a great match with Swerve back in the day. Mm-hmm. So once again, we are the culture cast for the culture by the culture. We do it for the culture. And if you're not down with the culture, we just can't help you bringing you everything you need to know in the world of professional wrestling and other professional ish. wrestling. Blah, blah, blah. We <laughs> I'm are not sure. We I'm, supposed, are I'm supposed to be the one high right here. <laughs> we are the trio. Uh, I'm the you should know. We got Worldwide Ray and we got Britt from the 618. And we yeah, also got Jay. And we also got Jay. And we also got Jay. Just, just, just me. It's cool. Jay hasn't earned his um, I'm uh, Culture Cast uh, screen yet, but it's coming. <laughs> He's still on the outside. He's still on the outside. But anyways, let's talk about Wrestle WrestleMania. We can just combine this all into one because we all know about Night Two. I think uh, Terry from We Love Wrestling had a great meme. Like night one was Steve Rogers, and night two was the Captain America happening right now, Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> great, great value cap. So uh, not Winter Soldier, excuse me, uh, Falcon in the Winter Soldier. But um, WrestleMania. Yeah, um, let me go first. Go ahead, Jay. Oh my god. Okay, so night one was amazing. Night, you know, rain delay, whatever, you know. Players mess up, but first match, it served its purpose. People were complaining that Drew went on first and started closing. Drew wanted to be the first to greet the fans, and they did. They had a solid match. They didn't have a a, a quick jobbed out match. Um, I think the right person won. He does, you know, Lashley deserves a a title, uh, a lengthy title run. Um, you know, say what you want about the the women's tag team match. I'm not gonna touch it. Uh, <laughs> I'm really not going to touch it, uh, but props to Natty and Tamina. I'm trying to think who else. Cesaro and Seth snapped. They had a great match. Uh, one of the top three matches of the, the weekend for me. Um, I still think Cesaro is the modern day Billy Gunn, but that's neither here or there. Um, who else was in was on the card? Who else? I almost muted your mic for that. <laughs> <laughs> It, I'll, look, I, I have I have my reasons, and we can talk about it later. But let's let's, let's go straight to the the, the meat because no one cares about Braun and stuff. Um, Bad Bunny killed it. Um, all those people who were hating, I don't know who he is. You know who he is now. Yeah, he he snapped. He's a real fan. Um, and of course, the highlight of all highlights for me, my number one was Bianca and Sasha. Uh, I sat there and watched with my wife. I watched with my daughter. Um, I don't think people realize how important it is. I don't think it's been highlighted enough that two black women uh, main evented a uh, WrestleMania. And then they actually performed. They performed better than the last female um, headlined WrestleMania. And, um, you know, for someone like Bianca, who can you could clearly see their passion for the sport. Like this is like they're, you know, they, they've reached their, their, like, their goal. And now it's time to live that goal. So it's, it's props to her, and um, I'll be honest, I had an edible on Sunday, and I fell asleep after Randy Orton's match, so I can't even tell you what happened on Sunday. 
um, let's just say that it clearly didn't. It clearly didn't hold my interest. Um, yeah, night one one. So, props to Bianca. I think we all won. And speaking of Bianca, I gotta go straight to Bree. I mean, Bree. I gotta go straight to Brittany. Um, you know, you as a black woman, talk to me about like the significance of that match. You watching that match? Because um, I know I cried, but the mic is yours. So, um, I watched with my goddaughter. And I just wanted her to pay attention to what was happening. And JBL at the pre-show, he mentioned that this wasn't about, you know, black history. This was history. But what set the tone for me was when Michael Cole came back and said, this is about two black women main event in pretty much the Super Bowl of the WWE. And the emotions hit for me once you saw Bianca start skipping down the ramp. Like, you literally saw her trying to keep it together knowing that her mom was getting ready to have it in front of 25,000 people. And then when she got in the ring, that was when I started crying. And my goddaughter did too, because that as a black woman, we already have all our problems trying to get our recognition, our flowers or whatever. But to see that happening, that was the moment for me. You know, she deserved it. Sasha deserved it. You know, we can say what we want about Sasha. You know, people said they hate that she went 0-6, yada, yada, yada. But her doing that for Bianca and creating that moment together, it was magic, you know. And then when she won, I had I have a recording of my goddaughter crying, cause you know that's who she likes now, Bianca. She I wanted her to meet Bianca back in 2019, um, WrestleMania week in New York, and I said you don't know her, but I want you to meet her because that's who I want you to pay attention to going forward. And look how it came full circle. So that was the time moment. I mean, besides Roman. Dane Bryan and um, Edge, that moment was special for me, especially as a black woman. So, yeah. Great words. I, I cannot be said any better. I appreciate that, Brett. Like that match, um, you know, you, you talk about moments, you talk about things that are going to change wrestling history, things that are going to change the narrative. And that's what that match did. Um, first of all, People are talking about Sasha being over and nobody cares about WrestleMania records. Right. Mm-hmm. It's all about right. WrestleMania. It's all about WrestleMania moments. The only WrestleMania record you care about is The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all. Never want to hear it. Nobody ever cared about a record. They only talked about moments. And ladies and gentlemen, that was a that was more than a moment. That was a movement. Mm-hmm. Black women, black girls across this country saw two beautiful, outstanding extravagant, strong, powerful black women tear down the house and showcase why not only do they deserve to be the main event, why they were the main events. You know, I know Roman was doing that, and Roman had an amazing match. You know, we'll talk about the triple, I'll talk about the triple threat later. Mm -hmm. But night one was everything. Like, the sense of joy that that match gave me, like, I was smiling from ear to ear while crying watching that match. Like, I can't describe the feeling i wish i can bottle that up and sell it because i think the world would be in such a better place <laughs> and then i see bianca on espn i saw bianca on nfl total access this morning you know she's doing the rounds but not only that she is passionate you felt that moment and then you see it on the internet where sasha couldn't even contain after she lost she was proud and, you know she, it was like after the match and sasha was looking up and she couldn't even keep the um the kayfabe, 
because she was happy and she understood the moment, you know. So, ladies, Sasha Banks is the best wrestler in the world, period. Not just, I'm not talking about just females, excuse me, women. I, I gotta be, it's a new world now, women. But Sasha Banks is the best wrestler in the world right now. There's none better. Ray, take it away. Can I add real quick before Ray uh, bores me? I'm joking. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So Triple H, you know, he has lost more at WrestleMania than actually won matches. And he believes that putting over talent, you know, is more important than, you know, personal gain. And, um, you know, you you see that with, with Sasha Banks. You know, she doesn't need a WrestleMania win. She's helping not only her friends but coworkers elevate. And you need people like that in a company. You know, you, you see how many times she's put over Bailey. You see how many times. Matter of fact, she if it wasn't for Sasha Banks, I don't know if Bailey would be in the position that she's in. Like their rivalry back from NXT almost changed the the game for 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 Bailey. Um, so all the jokes, you know, they're they're corny. You know, Sasha Banks made it to where she is. You know, she it, it's like the LeBron James jokes. It's like, oh, he lost. So what? He's still one of the greatest. So what do you want to do? You know? Hey, before I get started, a uh, quick question, Jay. Yes, sir. Uh, how is your pants size and your hat size the same? It's embarrassing. I have no idea, man. Trying to shop for hats is, like, terrible. You have to, like, order them from, like, uh, like overstock.com. Like, 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 man, do, do, do you have any skull caps? <laughs> Yeah, what size are you looking uh, for? Size, damn. Y'all carry, <laughs> y'all carry size, damn. <laughs> that nigga got a size eight hat. I know a size eight hat when I see it. That nigga got a size eighty eight. Yeah, seven <laughs> and turning eight to the seven side. and five eights. Seven nigga, five eights. Nigga, nigga, you got a size eight. <laughs> Grab that nigga, eight and turn it sideways. I got a sideways. So I know you got a size eight. Got that. <laughs> Ray got me started. I'm sorry. <laughs> Y'all could have let me lie. Goddamn. <laughs> Somebody let me. I'm sorry, Ray. Before you go, I can't believe I started this entire pie without um. You know what? I'll save it for the end. Ray, go ahead, and then I know how we'll close. I don't, I don't know how this share video thing will. Works, but I'm about to share my reaction to the first match, which was uh, Bobby and Drew. Bobby brought that two to WrestleMania. Sliding over Cosby's shoot. He was aiming at Drew. Bobby with that two. Hey. And that's for everybody who was like, oh, they, they don't want Bobby to represent Peacock. Like, fuck that. Bobby is the man. He's the face of Peacock. He's the face of the network for the other countries. He <laughs> right now he's the face of the he's one of the faces of the WWE. So up yours to all the haters out there. Bobby B, he's Bobby B, and you know he's down to catch a body. Hey, you got a shout out to the new format today, by the way. You, I know you like that that moment right there, Ray. Mm-hmm. That uh, <laughs> shout out to the new format. Those on the audio side, we updated a few things, and um, yeah, we'll talk about that at a later pod. But let's go. Yeah, shout out and shout out to Mandy Rose for having her WrestleMania moment. You know, <laughs> you know we fall down, but we get up. You know. 
I'm, <laughs> I did I'm not say it every it. Sunday. <laughs> Shout out to my man, the real drip god, the king of the turtleneck society with the chain. Omos getting his title. Stacy Adams, by the way, Stacy Adams, you need to sponsor Omos. Them shoes, brother. Though, that nigga was wrestling in Stacy Adams, bro. Man, <laughs> my man came on every week with the fresh turtleneck with the gold chain. That inspired me to get a freaking turtleneck and gold chain outfit. So whenever I'm going to like a good event, I'm throwing it right on, all because of Omos. You see, and they say like wrestling don't influence people, like like people. People were influenced by the Ric Flair drip. You know, people were, were influenced by the Rock doing the doing the outfit with the fanny pack. You see, Omos brought it back and watch watch it become a thing just because of him. That man beat the New Day ass with some Stacey Adams on. <laughs> with some Stacey Adams on, bro. Everyone needs to sponsor Stacey Adams, Steve Madden. <laughs> hey, wait a second though. I forgot the new nickname. By the way, I coined this in Clubhouse. Um, B.O.B. Ray, tell me about your thoughts on B.O.B., a.k.a. the baddest of bunnies. The baddest of bunnies. He ain't bad bunny. I'm, no I'm, still, I'm, still waiting for that, I'm still waiting for that Dave Meltzer rating, you know. Like I said, he don't want heat from that bad bunny army, but like we've been saying, like bad bunny has a – you see the crowd behind him compared to like WWE. It's like apples and oranges. Like that bad bunny supporters outweighs the WWE supporters by a lot. And you saw, like, when we were saying, like, how great he was in the ring during Twitter, like, it caught on to even more people, you know, more people who didn't even watch wrestling talking about how incredible Bad Bunny's match is. So he definitely brought the heat. You know, shout out to him for taking it, you know, seriously when he was at the Performance Center every day and he rented an apartment, which is basically close to the Performance Center. That shows right there that he wasn't just there for the paycheck. And like you all said, like when it came to that women's match, like there's, there's nothing you could really say. Like that was history in the making right there. Like I recall, was it this year? It was either this year or last year when Bianca had the gear that said black history in the making. And look, she was basically predicting the future right there. That, I think, yeah, that, that, was her, that was the takeover she did in February. And, you know, you said shout out. There's two other MVPs I got to shout out. And, Brittany, I'm going to join back into you in just a second. Shout out to The Miz and Morrison. They did an amazing job in the Baddest of Buddies matches. Um, Morrison selling that uh, Puerto Rican destroyer. Uh, people call it the bunny. No, it was a port. You know, you got the Canadian destroyer. No, it's the Puerto Rican destroyer. It's not a bunny destroyer. Okay. Um, also, shout out to Daniel Bryan. That man can do no wrong. Adding him to the triple threat match was the greatest. Edge was so intense, but Daniel Bryan is so great. <laughs> and I don't that was think a nice we, transition I from night one to night two. I don't think we appreciate how great Daniel Bryan is. I think we do, but I really don't think we do. Like this man can wrestle every style. He can wrestle big. He can wrestle lucha. He can wrestle just technical. He can chain wrestle. Um, his talking is unique to himself, so his promos get over. It's believable. He can be heel. He can be face. And in that match, I didn't know. I don't know what he was, but all I know he was rest. He was working. Okay, he was working, working. <laughs> and Roman, all hell. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna let Brittany talk about Roman because you know there's no better person to talk about Roman than Brittany. She's about to. Pre- she's about to preach to the choir. It's best off 
the build up from the Royal Rumble up until Talking Smack, I just had a feeling that they was going to give it to Edge. But Sunday night solidified Roman's status even more as the best wrestler in the company as of right now. Like, turning him heel was the best thing they could have done to his career. Even back then when he was faced, I knew I said something about Roman is not babyface. He has that edge. You can already tell that he is that type of person that's arrogant in real life. So I said, this is not working for him, but they finally did it. You know, the pandemic sucks, but it did bring us Hill Roman and, you know, shirtless Roman. Let's talk about that too. But yeah, that just solidified his status even more for me. Acknowledge him. Acknowledge, Acknowledge him. him. Acknowledge my tribal chief. You know, I was on social media the other day. I was on the account, and somebody said, "Oh my God, he's a cheater! How can you acknowledge that man?" I'm like, "Bro, that means he did his job." That's what he was supposed to do. What is? What is? Then he kept going like, "Well, you acknowledge him." I'm like, "I'm my brother." Hey, there there are some people out here that like to acknowledge things. You know, some people love Ezekiel Jackson's title runs, (laughs) and and will fight you about it. So. You know? never know <laughs> people love what they love you know it was a, it was an internet me and Ray inside internet joke on the battles that we have but we are the culture cast for the culture by the culture we do it for the culture and if you're not down with the culture we just can't help you bringing you everything you need to know in the world of professional wrestling and other ish the trio is here we got Brett from the 618 east side crazy we got worldwide Ray and I am the O that you should know uh oh and then we got Jay. <laughs> hey, real talk. We're not about to sit here and just overlook the fact that uh, yep. that uh, day two was like trash. Yeah, that was lackluster. Are, 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 are we not going to? You know what? I'm going to critique what I was so heated with that Randy Orton and Fiend match, just how they ended it. And I know where the story's being told, but I'm like, nah, bro. Don't do that. Like, don't do that. I'm like, I was heated. Shout out to the tribute, R.I.P. Brody, uh, Brody Lee, of course. I love when uh, The Fiend did that. But that match had me like, come on, bro. I was so disappointed. I think Tamina, and I will. this is what I will say with night two. Was night two better than night one? No. But I think the crowd was hotter in night two than they were in the crowded. Maybe, yeah, that crowd was hot. No matter what was happening, that riddle shame, that crowd was hot that entire night on night two. They had a quick lull, even though night one was better, they had a quick lull. But night two's crowd was like, people were talking about the Tamina and Natty match, but the, the crowd was super into it. You know, I don't, you know, me, I don't like to talk about uh, performers like that, but um, the crowd was into it. So say what you will. I think the performers, regardless of how, of course, we all know night one was better. But that was their first time performing in front of fans in front of for a year. Um, so I've, I'm more, I just say everybody won <laughs> at the end of the day. I but think like, the results. You know what's funny? Um, Kevin Owens had a moment like Bianca. I don't know if anybody else paid attention to that. When he came out, he was happy to see everybody back and he just fed, fed off that energy. And I think Daniel Bryan did the same thing. Hey, hey, shout out to Roman in that spot when he was on the stairs acknowledging the crowd like, like yeah, who your tribal chief? And oh, yeah. he was really feeding off of them as well. I think um, overall the uh, the balance of day one 
um, made it easier to enjoy. Uh, it was really heel heavy night two. Um, night one, it was like they started off with a negative so they can end with a super positive. And I thought they were going to do the uh, inverse of that. I thought they were going to start with positive day one or day two with Fiend winning so Roman could win. But it was just like, eh, forget what y'all want <laughs> day two. We were just going to we're just going to stockpile all these L's. Seeing Riddle lose to Sheamus hurt my heart, but it is what it is. Did you want a Riddle to win? I like Riddle. I, don't, I mean, Sheamus is Sheamus. Sheamus is uh, the road dog of uh, this generation. No one cares about him. I'm joking. That is, that, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Bro. But my, Billy, but my Cesaro Billy Gunn is definitely legit. If you think about it, Cesaro has never um, grasped the, the, the brass ring, sort of like Billy Gunn. He's always going to be that mid-card um, dude that will never elevate himself. And it's not his fault. It's just he's simply missing something, like Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn was missing a likable personality. Cesaro is missing a personality in general. That's what you know. I'm. I'm I'm gonna shut up. I'm gonna shut up. I respectfully, respectfully. Mm -hmm. I disagree, but I'll. I'll, I'll, I'll Okay. We'll we'll keep. Okay. Yeah. He. he, Yes. Cesaro can't be uh, the. He can't be Goldeneye ripping his suits off all the time and calling that a a character. He has to say something important and do something important. Respectfully. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look at me! I'm I'm spinning people around. I'm such a badass. Yeah. Respectfully, I'm gonna keep it it moving. I'm gonna gonna turn it over to Ray real quick because there was some amazing independent wrestling happening throughout WrestleMania weekend. There was for the culture, there was real hot girl shit, there was blood sport. Um, Freelance had a show, but uh, Ray, so talk to us about some matches that stood out for you. Um, shout out to a friend of the pod, frontman Josh C. You know, Leo Rush was there, you know, tons of tons of matches were happening. Throughout that weekend, so what were some matches that stood out to you? Uh, one of the main matches that actually stood out to me was AJ Gray versus JTG at uh, For the Culture. Like, like that match, they both uh, brought it all. They delivered like everything it asked for in that match. And uh, speaking of For the Culture, like shout out to Darius Lockhart for that smooth, like butter ass entrance he had. Like that that music I heard because I saw you posted it today. I'm like, hey, that, that is smooth. Did you listen to it? I did. I'm like, that was smooth. I'm like, he's listed the whole album. It's like, especially like with what's going on in the news right now, like the combination of that in this album, it's like they connect like magnets on metal. That is dope. That is dope. Um, <laughs> real hot girl shit. Had the great Faye Jackson, shout to Faye Jackson, and the great sweatpants battle royal. <laughs> we were supposed to be in there. <laughs> yeah, we. Um, that was hilarious. That was just that was just a great atmosphere. Um, and it looked like all the shows. I mean, even though Tampa was raining, and I heard they haven't had rain in weeks. They had Florida rain, but they didn't have like a downpour rain. So that weekend was like necessary, and, you know, because yeah. you know you got to wash out the Florida. So I feel like there was a lot of you know there was a lot of Florida there. You, I, I felt the rain was necessary. You know, sometimes you gotta wa- let it rain. You gotta, you gotta wash out. You gotta wash out the idiots. Why, yeah. Wash I'm surprised we didn't. I'm surprised we didn't have any Florida mans during the week. 
Thank God. Oh, shout out to the Florida man, though. Big E. Um, yes, he lost the title to Apollo Crews, but um, he looked like a million bucks. <laughs> hey, just shout out in general to like the black representation in WrestleMania. Yeah, man. That this was the blackest WrestleMania in history. Bro. I mean, Did the you blackest. Agree with like <laughs> <laughs> the the black I wish I was a little bit bigger, but you know what I mean. The the black is a black. <laughs> OMG, OMG. Um, I'm black, y'all. I'm black, y'all. We are the culture cast for the culture by the culture. We do it for the culture. And if you're not down with the culture, we just can't help you bring you everything you need to know in the world of professional wrestling and other ish. Make sure you click the link in our bio. All proceeds are donated to independent wrestling. So we have for the culture shirts, FTC shirts. We also have I am pro wrestling shirts, so many shirts. So check out our pro wrestling tees. We donate all the proceeds. And speaking before we get out of here, Ooh, Jay, Jay is in a whole sexting session right now. Man, I, I really am. I really am. <laughs> um, we can't get out of here without talking about one thing, uh, something special to me. Uh, we lost a good one. Um, we lost a good one. So we lost uh, RIP to Earl Simmons, also known as DMX. Um, DMX, man, that was the real reason. Like, growing up in the suburbs for me, and I used to always listen, I was always in musicals and stuff like that, and I listened to B96. Listen to hip-hop, but I wasn't, like, into hip-hop back then. But DMX converted me to listening to rap music every day. I'm talking about when I heard the Rough Rider anthem, you know, because you know, back in the day we watched MVP, uh, MVP MTV. Um, that song just stopped, changed my life. You know, then we move on. You get Drag on. Then you move. You got Swiss Beats. You got Eve. You got the whole Rough Riders compilation anthology. You know, you got to my down bottom, nigga. What X gonna <laughs> give it to you? What's my name? That man tells somebody to suck my. Respectfully, and you kept it moving. Okay? <laughs> then he had, then he had the list. You know, it was Linda, Letitia. <laughs> it was Brenda, Letitia, Linda, Felicia, Dawn, Dawn Lashawn, Inez, and Alicia, Teresa, Monica, Karen, Nikki, Lisa, Veronica, Sharon, Nikki, Cookie. You all met her at an ice cream parlor. Tanya, uh-huh. Diane, Lori, and Carla, Selena, Sabrina, Katrina, Marina. I messed up. About, About three. Years. Latoya, Tina, Shelly, Bridget, Kathy, Rashida, Kent, Angel, Nicole, Waez, I messed up, Ranita, Stacey, Selena, Tracy, Charlotte, <laughs> Donna, Yolanda, Tawana, and Rhonda. Man, RIP DMX, man. Um, like, Brittany, I saw you turn your mic on. Go ahead, take it away. Oh, that was my accident. Okay. <laughs> I only have one comment. Go ahead, Jay. Um, I, I I always had the biggest like hatred for this guy, and it was only because he was the hardest dude to fight in Def Jam Vendetta. He was pulling off moves that dude, no one man. else could do. Him and Fat Joe were dicks. I'm sorry, like I almost threw the game away because of them. So I mean, but you already you you didn't even say you no, know, you did. You you made a comment for what they want. The best song that DMX ever made was Cisco riding upside down on the on the car. Yeah, it's a great song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, man. DMX was was basically my childhood, and uh, yeah, I was listening to a playlist. And anytime you hear slipping, it's it's hard. So I mean, God, and rest easy. You know, he he got a lot of mini knees under him, and um, his his music, his legacy is gonna live forever. That, hey, that was a dynasty. Hey, since we're talking about his music, I haven't seen anyone talk about that cold verse he had on that long ass Touch It remix. <laughs> when everybody and their mama had a verse on that, like I didn't even know Mary J. Blige could rap until I heard that. She was, was rapping like, so okay, positive. <laughs> Eminem killed that remix. Uh, Remy Ma killed that remix. Every uh, shoot, Papoose was, was on it. Papoose was on it. Yo, well, he was DMX was the last person, right? And he had like this big stupid hoodie, like it was over <laughs> his whole face. <laughs> That's the only thing I can remember in the video. It was just, it was stupid big, but yeah, he, uh, I can't even remember a line off that. No, no, he said, I did it, man. Uh, uh, stupid song. Man. What were you saying, Britt? Lloyd Banks on that too? Yeah, Lloyd, Lloyd Banks, Banks was on that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the craziest thing about DMX, like, he had so much stuff for the culture, of course. But he also gave the white folks one song that they'll love forever, and y'all gonna make me lose my mind. Oh, <laughs> I promise you, man. You can't go to any diverse bar and not hear "Party Up." I promise you, man. I get annoyed by it because I'm like, I'm about to bring it to you, coward. So you better be quick. Come on, like, and that song's been. Ugh, I don't even like hearing it no more because you can go to any <laughs> diverse bar and when they play, say, "Play DMX," and they play that. I'm like, no. I want to hear how it's going down. You hear? I want to hear "Get at Me, Dog." Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> but he, he, you know. he also gave us uh, three hood classic movies. You know, "Belly," uh, "Cradle to the Grave," and "Romeo Must Die." Belly you know? is trash. Belly is trash, and that's for another pot. Was, wow. was, wasn't they coming out like with the like with a different version of Fast and Furious? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I know. I know. Belly is trash. <laughs> I, I, disrespectfully, <laughs> don't say that out loud. <laughs> right, you, you you say that in those unpopular opinion <laughs> groups. Belly is trash, and I leave it at that. But R.I.P. to D.M.X. Uh, definitely, uh, you will be missed. Um, I'm, I'm happy we were able to give him his flowers during that verses he had with Snoop Dogg. You know, that was just so much fun. But uh. We're going to get ready to get on out of here. We are the Culture Cast for the culture, by the culture. We do it for the culture. And if you're not down with the culture, we just can't help you. Make sure you follow us on social media, IG Culture Cast Pod. On Twitter, Culture Cast Pod underscore. We're on Facebook too, but nobody goes on Facebook. Record us, stream us, uh, available on all streaming platforms. And make sure you grab a T-shirt because all the proceeds are donated. Calorie, deficit, J. Last words. The pinnacle would be dope if Sean Spears wasn't in it. Brittany, last words. <laughs> um, as far as professional wrestling, it's a good time to be black. And I'll just say because I know Ray, I'm gonna say Ray for last because I know Ray's gonna be Ray. I'm just, <laughs> I'm gonna say, um, I'm rooting for everybody black, and I. You love to see it right now. You love to see it. And also, my beard looks nice on this camera. Ray, go ahead. Jay, yo, has to like Mr. Mackey. <laughs> yo, yo, Kev on stage looking at <laughs> Hey, he got a beard. <laughs> he does. 
We out of here, y'all. Peace. <laughs> Tony Baker. Peace. <laughs>